Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the best of My Mate Bought a Toaster, Series 1. My name's Tom Price. This is the podcast that finds out the truth about people by looking at their Amazon purchase history. Sure, they can pretend to be all cool and trendy, but once they've given me their login details, they are bought red-handed. Pre-ordered on the 1st of January. You woke up a whole new year. A whole new decade, Carl. <laughs> oh, God. Dream Girls, music from the motion picture. Oh. Hello. Okay. If I was worried about anything, you found it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've spent £381 on the Lazy Spa Vegas hot tub, and that has been purchased for... Alison Hammond. Hammond. <laughs> How many items do you think you ordered oh. on Amazon in 2018? Let me give you some context. Let me give you some context before you, before you guess. 2008, you ordered two. So how many do you think it was in 2018? 35. 148. Shit! God, did I return it for money? Does it uh, show whether yeah, I... Yeah, you returned something for 81. <laughs> Can I just point out, it's quite sinister that you watched three box sets of Dexter and then bought some string. Someone's making a kill room. I mean, sure, there's shopping shaming. That is an important part of My Mate Bought a Toaster. But there's also, you know, one or two deviations. He said, that wasn't my Coke. That was my bit of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> No. <laughs> he crushed it up and snorted it. <gasps> Mystic Meg, if you're listening, your Wu-Tang name is Insane Hunter. That's cool. And Deviants. So we just, we'd all end up lining up, <laughs> taking it in turns to have our asses spanked. So Nigel Farage, messy pisser. Messy pisser. Not a surprise at all. No of course way. he is. No, it's not, is it? Oh, and quite bad moments. Um, I hadn't fully understood... Uh, all of the finer points mm -hmm. of Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. <laughs> Consequently, I, well, you know, it was around that time, I think, that the bailiffs arrived at my parents' house. No. Yeah, it was horrific. Richard Ashcroft was there. I was just walking there, and I saw him walking towards me, and I thought, he'll love this. And uh, I bumped into him, and he went mental. <laughs> and romantic moments. My wife and I will sometimes go to karaoke on our own. Like a date? Get, yeah, and just get a room just for the two of us. No! You know, like, oh, we're going to check in just a room for two for the <laughs> afternoon, but in a karaoke booth. Because making a so baby wonderful. sex is so unromantic. It's the most unromantic sex you can imagine. It's like you're in your it? own nature documentary. It's you can just not. imagine yeah. Attenborough going, and here, the tired man approaching the tense lady as they begin... To shuffle towards bedtime. It's all here on My Mate Bought a Toaster, the best of series one. Gravy, 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 <laughs> bought. Bom, bom, mommy, bought a toaster. Can I just get, can we just 
zip back to January 2013. Because once again, once again, the most batshit mental stuff you buy happens in January. I don't know what's going on. Is it because it's your birthday and you have a sort of little crisis every I reckon, birthday? yeah. I also am somebody who I think is very start of the year, start of the decade. <laughs> Tell Sam's just seen it. Oh, God. Well, I mean, Sam, do you want to do this? There's three books bought. So ignore standard edition <laughs> Dead Island Game of the Year. Oh, that's a, that's a, that was a fun computer game. Great game. Then there's three books. Um, I'll do the first one. How to Uncover Your Past Lives. That's one. Sam, what's the next one? How to see and read the aura. And then how to do psychic readings through, through touch. touch. What That's year is the this? one that made me laugh. How to do psychic readings oh, through shit. touch. What year is this? 2013. 13. Right, this was proper, you know, we're in the midst of a divorce now. <laughs> life, life is not panning out how you expect it. I'm probably just back from India. <laughs> yes! Yeah. I'm thinking, right, what am I going to do with my life? Let's like, read some auras. I like the aura one, but the oh, psychic funny. readings Sorry. through touch. Um, I th- do you know what? I genuinely reckon these were recommended to me by somebody i feel like i don't know if even it might have been in india i think i met somebody who claimed they could read auras and they just said it's really easy you can actually just buy a book and learn it and i just was yeah susceptible to that at that point in time Mm. and Mm. i but i weirdly i found the aura book recently i was just going through my shelves to see what ones i haven't read and uh, i found that and i got it out for a laugh and i thought i might read it and i reckon i got i got three pages in then you have to do an exercise and i was like that's that's enough for me (laughs) the the how to do psychic readings through touch is a picture of a woman's hand on sort of a belly button what would you get off the belly button i know can we see the review there's got to be good reviews of this yeah 92 percent five stars really maybe i need to actually read it yeah i received this on my kindle okay and not through touch and Mm. although i have had time not had time to read all of it i found it good value for money I am able to do readings by touch, so this was not unfamiliar territory to me. <laughs> In fact, I read this book. In fact, you don't need to read this book. You just have to touch the front cover and it all just goes in. What, what's, is there any one-star reviews that really dig it out? They're the ones that are always... No. No. Really? Yeah, only oh, right. four and five star reviews. Have you, have you tried I mean, get... only 13 reviews. But you do, Carl, you're kind of like... Uh, you're not repressed. You're definitely not a repressed man. You're in touch with a lot of feelings. But the the idea of you just touching someone and going, I'm just going to give you a quick psychic reading. You are you are like the least psychic reading kind. No offence. Yeah, no, I especially agree. Especially when you've got the shaved head. If you were to go up to yeah. a woman and said, can't just touch your belly button. Well, I'm yeah. Like, I'm currently, for any listeners, I'm wearing a Run DMC sweatshirt. And yeah. <laughs> I've got a beanie on. I, don't look, I remember I took my beanie off, actually, for the headphones. But, like, I yeah, I'm not somebody who I think you would naturally ask to touch you to read their, you know, vibes. I think people's beliefs are, you know, fine. If people believe in this, go for it. But yeah. I just I just wasn't expecting it. That's what made me laugh I mean, when it's, I clicked it's caught on. me off guard as well by uh, <laughs> the fact that I, I genuinely... Um, yeah, I didn't realise this was from that period of time. Now, it, when I found it the other day, I laughed and I was like... <laughs> so I would you call this period of time a bit of a wobble, maybe? Absolutely. I mean, right. I, I, de- I mean, there's probably going to be more, but I, de- I made so many questionable decisions at that point. Just with my, <laughs> like, how I looked, everything. That, that was like, mm. there was definitely an eyeliner phase during then oh. uh, there was yeah there was loads of little you could if, I, at the time I was like I'm just finding myself man Do you know what and looking make, back I know I was on tilt the eyeliner makes me feel so much better because I've just had a memory it was you at a gig I did when I decided for some oh, it's really embarrassing I can't even believe what I said this I decided one gig that I was going to wear a bow tie I just thought I needed to have a thing so I wore this bow tie and it was with you and I remember oh, it was at the 99 club and you came up to me afterwards and you're like yeah nice set mate 
What's with the bow tie? <laughs> that was the last time I ever I probably wore said it. that with eyeliner and <laughs> yeah. uh, leopard print jeans on. Go to September 2012, which is when you bought your first item. 2012, quite recently. Oh, wow. September 2012. You bought the Xylo Green Silicon cover. For the HTC Desire HD <laughs> mobile okay, phone. What a boring thing to <sighs> find. So a phone cover. 99p. 99p for a phone cover? Yeah. Oh, Adam. Um, I mean, am I meant to explain yeah, us, my thought process behind this? Tell us, the pro- tell us about the Adam Hess who needed that phone cover. What was he doing? Also, I'm, it's bright green. It's quite yeah. a strong choice. But you've covered your phone not, in bogey. Not for, um, not for me back then. That was quite uh, chilled for my vibe back then. Oh, wow. um, I thought, I mean, I, I remember the phone case. Well, weirdly, this is, quite nos- this is already quite emotional for yeah. me. So at the time I worked in Boots... Oh. Um, and that and my outfit was red, so Hang that on, clashed. Is in the chemist, or is in you'd go to work wearing boots? I work well, genuinely the chemist. Okay. Um, I my job was to um, sell exclusively uh, toothbrushes, so I was the the Colgate man. Oh wow! And um, I my only solace because no one used to speak to everywhere I go for a job. People don't talk to me. Like, it's a very weird thing. I remember... So, my only solace was my phone. I mean, this isn't really related to the Let's phone cover. Let's see your teeth. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah they good. I'd buy toothpaste off. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, um, I wish you'd come in, because I didn't sell a single toothpaste <laughs> toothbrush most days. But um, what was funny was, like, loads of, like, dentists would come in and just, like, yeah. browse everything... And then, like, grill me on some of the toothbrushes that they were selling in Boots. Like, you think this is good? <laughs> this is shit. I'm a dentist. Genuinely. Like Crocodile Dundee style. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. not a toothbrush. Yeah, boots was weird. I would, there was, no one used to speak to me um, in pretty much any job. It would, most jobs I've ever had, after about two months, all like clockwork, after two months, me, like, being quiet, not really having any friends, someone in the break room would always say, you're all right, actually. I was like, what? <laughs> what? I know. I'm very all right. I've had exactly this. Yeah. You start a job, and for a while, there's nothing happening. Yeah. And then suddenly they go, and there's a surprise in their voice. They're like, actually, I quite like you. And you're like, yeah, yeah and I've been like this the whole I've time. I've been really like you. I, both need to work on your people skills. Well, I don't no think one you. ever said that to me. No, but you've got well, you've got a very friendly face. Sorry, you have sorry. the opposite, Samantha Baines, of a resting bitch face. I don't know what the opposite <laughs> is. You have a resting face. I like, I like the, face. the angle you've taken this. No one has ever told me I'm all right, actually. Therefore, I'm great. So, <laughs> people tell me that I'm great on first meeting. Well, this is wow. fair enough. And, I, and then I peter out. <laughs> and then yeah. they're like, then I, they stop talking. What, what was so funny, I think. When I worked there, I was very sad that it took ages for them to think I was okay because I would overhear what they would say in the break room. I remember one, there was one, okay, okay, once, I'm very excited now, um, once I overheard while talking about, in the, on the front page of a newspaper, was something about Heather Mills had just gotten four million quid in the divorce thing and she wasn't happy with it. It wasn't enough. And all their front pages were going, oh, she's not happy with four million quid. And one woman said, how can you not be happy with four million... So this is... These were people cooler than me, apparently. Right. One girl said, uh, how can you not be happy with four million quid? You can buy anything with four million quid. You can buy an airport. So you can go on holiday whenever you want. <laughs> and I was like, what the... F- what? what is happening in your head? And on another occasion, this... I'm not too... I, di- I didn't mishear this. Um, I heard a younger girl, maybe about 19, say to an older woman, do you want apple? And the older woman said... You mean an apple? And the younger girl went, 
what? <laughs> and those people were considered better than me, and I didn't last long. Can so, we just revisit the four million quid airport? I think I love that. Mm. What I'm bothers you buy. most about that? Because what bothers me most is that she thinks airports only cost four million pounds. That's that's one. That's on, the you first. could probably get an airstrip. You could probably get land and put sure. some tarmac down, but sorry. that's not you a terminus. You can't buy Heathrow Airport for four million. So pounds. do you think an airport, you sorry, can't. is just land? Is that what you think it is? For me, an airport is what you make it, Adam. I've always said that. <laughs> if you go up to anywhere, like somewhere say the Cotswolds, you find a nice flat bit of land. Yeah. And you put an. Air- Listen, I have been to Anglesey International Airport. Yeah. Right. From where one flight comes every day, it goes from Anglesey to Cardiff every single day. That's the only flight. And it is, let me just tell you, it is an RAF base and it is a an outhouse mm. and a road. The okay, end. I'm going to stop you there. planes so, cost a lot There we money. go. Yeah, so this is what I'm trying to get at. Tom, mm. what point were you making yeah, there? True. Maybe yeah. she just like had played a lot of Monopoly and thought just everything, <laughs> you just buy it for a flat fee and it's just there. Like she the waterworks, think, 200 quid. She must there think the go. owner of Heathrow is making a fortune. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where we're going, we'll be showing that we listen to souls Cause these lovely ass people gonna talk to the hoes He's gonna ask a couple questions What they're buying the most Cause one man got just like the piece of toast My favourite, my favourite queuing up story was in 2007 Yeah Summer I was on a date With a girl called Shabana First date Okay Met her at work We didn't work together but we met in the building Right Hey Hey. You? Uh-uh. Did you like my DVD about what, what, about what you like? This mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then, yeah, so the first day in Croydon, we went out to Guanabana, a Brazilian-themed nightclub. Yeah. Had a good dance. I think I had a smooch. And then uh, I noticed it was like quarter to midnight. I was like, I've got to go. And she's like, who the hell is Tezzarello over here? <laughs> Needs to be on by midnight. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I literally... Made that up on the spot. <laughs> I was going to say Cinderella, and I went, I can do better. Yeah. Um, and and I dragged it to Waterstones because Harry Potter, Half Blood Prince, was being released. That's wonderful. And I had to get it um, because I'm not a mug who'd read it a day later. No, 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 no. no. Um, unfortunately, Waterstones queues. For days. Were you shocked when you got to Waterstones? No, like, I was. On. I was annoyed at myself. Yeah, you should have known. And probably, uh, probably Shabana as well. <laughs> because like, because like, if you, if this was, if you weren't here, I probably would be significantly further ahead in this queue. What, what the hell? And <laughs> then I had a brainwave. Go on. So this is the, this is the Waterstones at Trafalgar Square. Yep. What's next door? Charing Cross Station. Oh yeah. What's in Charing Cross Station? Uh, w. Smith. W. Smith, mate. Oh, you're absolutely joking. W. Smith, mate. There's, there's never a queue at Smith's. W. Smith, mate. So, <laughs> so I took a gamble and I left my place in the queue and I went, let me just, let me just, let me just see if this is a thing. And I went in, one minute to midnight. Yeah. W. Smith was open. Hello. No one in there oh. walked in and bought Harry Potter. Was there just one really sad person working at Smith's dressed as a wizard? Just like, I was expecting No, more. nothing. I think because Waterstones is around the corner, they just knew. And I was like, do you have the Harry Potter book in? And they went, yeah. And I, went, <laughs> I love it. And I was like, can I have it? And yeah, he went, it's fine. yeah. And I bought it and I was like... Didn't you want to go back? Did you want to go, go and sort of hold it and walk past the queue of oh, people? Oh, I did. I think guys, I did. Guys. I think I did. And then she wanted like, what are we doing now? And I went, well, I'm getting the night bus home <laughs> because I live an hour away from here and that is a lot of reading time. Oh, sweet reading time. So I'll see you soon, I guess. Tell me that you... Because reading that, that... The pleasure of that, a brand new book when there's hype. So good. And you know you're going to love it and it was so it's good. a great book as well. And that was the one where Dumbledore died. And I, I, when I got to that point, um, 
which would have been probably just before you got home. Ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> might have been ten a.m. the next day. So you literally I sat down and read it. I read it in two sittings. Oh wow, that's obsessive. So I read it in two sittings. Are you quite an obsessive guy? If you want to get something done, you get it done. Not really, not really, but I am once, once, but I am that guy. You know, Netflix, I've got to watch the next episode. Got to watch the next episode. Got to see, got to find out what happens next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I got to a point where I was like, I need to sleep. So I watched it. It might be, yeah, it might be. So I might have read it till about six a.m. Yeah, gone to bed for a few hours, maybe woke up at midday one ish, and then read it again. Probably finished it that evening. Wow. So at some point that day, maybe four p.m., five p.m., like I got to that point, and at that point, there's really like ten minutes left of the book. I just when I got to the point and I read it, I put the book down because I was like, You're there. Why would you want to end? Why do you want like, it to end? I was like, oh, he's fucked. I genuinely, I was like, I don't understand how he's going to win now because Dumbledore, because the whole time you're thinking Dumbledore's going to defeat Voldemort. Mm. That's where, that's where you feel like it's leading up to. And then Dumbledore dies. It was never going to be. It was never going to be like, Dumbledore. Yeah, Harry Potter's fucked. He's yeah. done. He's done. That's it. He's out. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. out of here. There's a whole book to go. I don't understand what's, just kill him now because he's got no, <laughs> he's got, he's got no chance. And then I picked it back up. Um, and yeah. And, then, so and yeah, mad. So good. I love that. I love that occasion as well. I love the fact that everyone got excited about it. And there was queues and oh, events. It's amazing. We and need then you more out, of that sort of thing. And then you found out later that people were like, people were like, get got the book and 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 read read the read the end and just, and just shout the spoilers down the queue. <gasps> or in the car. I mean, because they would have got killed. Amazing. Because they would have got Dumbledore. Died! Yeah, basically doing that. Basically doing that. <laughs> That's awful. That's like like in 1970, 1981, going past Star Wars and going, oh, is Luke's father. Um, you know the usual suspects? Yeah. There's a... Um, Kaiser Sauce. Do you know the story about this? It was at Leicester Square Tube. There was a massive poster alongside for the film. Right. And someone climbed onto the platform and then climbed up the... They climbed up the poster, basically, with a, with a, a pen. I was going to say Sharpie, but it's 2000 or 1999, I think. No, it was 95. All right, way before that. There you a go. Long time ago. Anyway, they had a pen. And they did an arrow just over Kevin Spacey, just wrote, he's Kaiser Sose. <laughs> so all these people arrive at Leicester Square to watch this film. <laughs> That is, you know what, I, was, I, 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 to my core, hate people who spoil films and books like that. But yeah. at the same time, that I kind of respect. I think it's the only form of cultural terrorism. I think, it, you know what, I want to, sometimes people have got to attack people and ultimately it's yeah, completely yeah. harmless and yeah, very yeah, funny. Yeah, ultimately it is, but uh, yeah, that's funny. All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. I've climbed up Nelson's column once before. These are small. And put it down in front of Backpush. I'm Julia Rayside. Join me and my guests as we dip into our favourite TV memories. Boys must have heard bashing head like this. You can't tell me what to do, you ain't my mother! I love when a plan comes together. Come and tell us what yours are too. We've all been told we can't discuss nominations. It's a bit of car air. Shut up with a novel on the top. I think I like you, Lovejoy. Find us on Twitter at Box Delights Pod and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Great big owl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where we're going, we'll be showing that we yeah. listen to toast Cause these lovely yeah. ass people gonna, gonna talk to, to the host He's gonna ask a couple uh, questions What the buy in the most Cause one man got them just like the piece of toast 2012, Carl Donnelly, there's a theme on the 1st of January 2012. I'm not cool. going to lie to you. Yep. Dream Girls, the musical, pre-ordered a couple of years ago. <laughs> Here you are now. Uh, Soul Man, the DVD, the 1986 <laughs> film. Do you want to take us through this one? Um, I, actually, I just worked out what this is. Um, I, I was I, That was my 30th birthday. It was in January 2012. Oh, okay. And um, I hired a cinema, uh, the Exhibit Cinema in Ballam, which is a little cool cinema room above a pub. Right. And for me and my friends, uh, we screened the 80s comedy film Soul Man, which is very problematic now. Oh, it's, it's one of those, is it? Well, it's a it's a C. Thomas Howell uh, comedy. I loved it when I was a kid. Mm. It's a but if you actually break the story down, th- their heart's in the right place, but it's not. It's very ham-fistedly done. Right. It's about a, a very rich white kid who gets uh, accepted to Harvard Law School, but his parents decide it's a challenge to him to grow up. They won't pay his tuition fees, mm-hmm. so he realizes he's done. He can't do it. Then he reads about a scholarship for the most talented uh, black student okay. in the area. Okay, I see. Does he black up? He overdoses on tanning pills um, to uh, darken Seriously? his skin tone. Broadcast this for your 30th birthday. What, wait, wait, wait. 1950. Wait. And then he gets his scholarship and he goes there and his time there he learns just basically how racist an institution it is and how everyone else. And he learns that by, mm. he wouldn't have realised it without experiencing it okay. from that side. So the heart of it is genuinely... A, a rich white guy learning just how difficult it was for black students. When you were screening but it's it, it's really actually when you watch it, you're like, "This is there are issues." Here. When, when you were screening it, did you have to run in twenty minutes in, pause it, turn around to all your friends and family, and go, "Wait, <laughs> wait"? <laughs> um, it was. It's that funny thing where you rewatch a film from your youth that you loved, yeah, because it, it is. It was so funny when I was a kid. There's so many really funny slapstick moments mm. and like. And it's and it is. I genuinely, when I was a kid, thought it was such a lovely film. Like he, it's about this learning uh, of of how other people have it more difficult than you. Yeah. I love and that he overdoses on tanning pills yes. and is mistaken for a black person. Oh, I mean, them that's tanning ridiculous. Pill, I won't lie. He, it, 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 he's blacked up. He's blacked up. He's blacked up. Okay. All right. So your favourite film in features someone blacking up. Cool. All right. Carl Donnelly then. Go and see him live. Feel free to heckle him. Um, we'll, do, we'll do a screening where we can discuss yeah. its issues. It'll be called the Wait, Wait <laughs> Screening. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, on the 29th of July, 2016... You bought the uh, Vokula Shockproof 532NM Tactical Green Dot Laser Sight Rifle oh, Gun Scope. Yes. Joel. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. So that is, um, again, mm-hmm. shout serial killer. It's really screaming it. It's I'm, really screaming serial killer. Yeah. I think you're about to find out that I killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> then it's going to be like. To Estonia <laughs> to kill people with. 
with chainsaws, but you scope them out, first of all, with the green dot laser sight rifle. And to anyone listening who thinks this might be like a little tiny device that you use to, you know, uh, to infuriate a cat, this is not that. This is a big one. This is like... So basically, I was... I was in a nightclub. Actually, I was in, I'll tell you the full story. I was in a nightclub in Japan. And, um, <laughs> That's not how I expected this story to start. <laughs> right. I was in a nightclub in Japan. Again, it was a weird thing. I I was there doing a television show, but I, I was like, I'm going to stay here an extra couple of days by myself. And just like, what? I just walked around Tokyo. And very fun. Um, genuinely tried to find some sex clubs, but I was too scared to go in them. Okay. And um, Standard. Because I was like... I've never been to a sex club. I feel like I should go to a sex club and then I just got really scared. So a sex club is different to a strip bar, right? Because a sex club, people go in to do actual sex. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I think, you know, if you've never been somewhere, don't, don't go to one where, the, where language is also a barrier. Mm. You know? Mm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they've got rules and regulations. Yeah. And um, so I ended up just going to a nightclub instead, which is even worse because you just walk around. Why have you got a green anyway, dot laser sight? So, Guns long scope. story. So I went to this nightclub, wandered around, and what they did have in that nightclub was an incredible laser light show. Right. Going through all the smoke. Yeah. It was just like, okay. like go into the music. I was like, this is incredible. And I looked at it and I was like, how can I get this into my stand up? Okay. And so obviously, immediately, I thought, I'm going to have a laser coming up my dick. <laughs> I'm going to have a laser coming out of my dick. Since the dawn of time, man has wanted a laser to come out of his dick. So I went home, I bought that, and I genuinely, this is fully true, so I I got some jeans and I cut a hole in the jeans. I put the laser sight in the jeans and sewed them in. I sewed in the laser sight and it had like, and I put like through to the pocket the little... Um, button, which which it was genuinely brilliant. So you could say to people, "Put your hand in my pocket, and my dick will light up." My dick will light up, <laughs> and I so I could press it, and it could come on, right? And I wasn't sure whether it was going to work or not, but I basically had like a smoke machine. I bought a smoke machine as well, mm. and I tested it out, and it really worked. And then I so I wrote a song called Laser Dick. Yeah. And um, can you tell us how the song Laser Dick? Um, Basically, I can't remember the lyrics of it, but it's uh, basically about me, my dick being a laser and accidentally killing all of my girlfriends because my laser cuts them in half. Are you going to have that played at your funeral? I think I think it will be played Mm -hmm. almost certainly at my funeral, if not my wedding. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that that's that then became the the fine uh, no the start of the second half of my tour show. Right. Was me coming out and it was all like dark and then then I would just it starts with the I'll see if I can remember the lyrics. I was like, I never meant to hurt you, but I did and it's too late. <laughs> you got too close and you got burned. I miss you so much, Kate. Trust in me with everything. And then what did I do? I abused that trust and I took your heart, sliced it right in two. <laughs> With my laser dick, then the laser would come on. My laser dick, I killed you with my laser dick. And now you're dead and I feel sick, my laser dick. And then I'd do that and I'd like point it into like a disco ball and it goes fucking insane all over the place. And um, then I would like, yeah, that's, so that was, that's, what, that's a long story. You're listening to My Mate Bought a Toaster. <laughs> 
is the noise of Joel Domit singing about his laser dick. But this is what happens, I suppose, when you go to a nightclub and you sort of sexually, yeah. you wanted to go to a sex party, whatever they're called, a sex club, hey. and you're like, it didn't, that didn't happen, so you still had sex on the brain. Yeah. That's what happened. I'm just trying to make excuses as to why you managed to connect those dots, but I can't. Yeah. I'm struggling. I went on stage wearing a remote control vibration. Did you? That's another story that's been told Who a thousand times. Who had the control? Times. Well, that was the game. I had to put the thing in my pants, yeah. and then I had to go on stage, and then they, somebody would um, press the button, and <laughs> I'd be cast. acting, and I would have to guess who had the button. <laughs> But the, the bloke who took me out and shopped for it and came up with the game was Dave Johns. And weirdly enough, it was Dave Johns. I am Daniel Blake, who was basically <laughs> frigging me off on stage in front of an audience of about 800 people. And could you still act through it? Well, the thing I discovered about wearing a remote control vibrator is it's very easy if you've got a line because you can sort of act through the line um, but if you don't have a line yeah you'll just uh, we'll just uh, it'd be very hard to keep you oh it was very it was very strong oh my god I think we ended up in the Daily Mirror or something one of those shows biz gossip things there was a little thing Ooh, which West End cast is wanking themselves off <laughs> now we know yeah. it's did Hamilton you, did you ever orgasm on stage no no I was kissing I was kissing Christian Slater I was having a perfectly nice time you really didn't in. need it you didn't need it really, at all no he used to suck my nipples and all that. It was wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, well we've so been on a journey. So you were sucking your nipples and mm. you had a vibrator on. Yeah. Well, there in. was a, there was a bit where he would bring me down and sit me on his knee and um, he would he would I had had this long monologue out to the audience and he would jiggle me so that my tits would go up and down and he would look at my tits um, and then at one point he would pull my boob out and suck my boob and because I was a good time girl I couldn't go oh no get off um, so I would take it but the evening when I had this um, remote control vibrator on and it was going off I was thinking to myself I really hope someone told Christian what we're doing otherwise he's going to think I'm just farting on him <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um <laughs> Or you have like a high tech vagina. I have a very high tech vagina. <laughs> on its own. I have Wi Fi mesh in my vagina. Lizzie Roper and her 5G fanny. Ah, that's yeah. 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 Where we're going, we'll be showing that yeah, we listen to toes. Cause these lovely yeah. ass people gonna talk to the hoes. He's gonna ask a couple uh, questions. What they're buying the most. Cause one neck got them just like the piece of toast. So we've talked about flexi parties so far. Obviously, that's something you're into here because you've spent £381 on the Lazy Spa Vegas Hot Tub, the Clearwater Lazy Spa Chemical Starter Kit, the Best Way Lazy Spa Floor Protector, and that has been purchased for... Alison Hammond. Alison Hammond. Hammond rung me and went, Babs, I really want... And um, a hot tub, but I haven't got Amazon. Do you reckon you could get me one by the weekend? I went, yes, I can, because I have an Amazon account. What's your address? Transfer me the money. And then I sent it to her. It's, this is amazing. Yeah. And she transferred me the money that day and the purchase was done. She couldn't believe how efficient Amazon shopping was. So Babs, does Alison Hammond I'm now out. have an Amazon account? No. Oh. But, but she, she was having a party that weekend and she really wanted a hot tub for her garden. <laughs> she said, I haven't got one. I went, why have you called me? Of all the people you know in your life, why have you called me? You just seem like you're clued up with that sort of shit. All right, hun. Bought it for her. Some guy came round, installed it, and she had a lovely time. You bought Alison. Forget my mate bought a toaster. <laughs> I bought an inflatable hot tub for my mate Alison Hammond. Yeah. That is what this podcast is now rechristened. And then 
like a few months later, I said, what, what month was that? Uh, August. August. I think the year after then, we were having a little reunion, a Big Brother reunion. It was me, Alison, PJ and Johnny from Big Brother 3. We Amazing. had a little reunion in Birmingham. And she said, we'll all go back to mine afterwards and have a party in the hot tub. We never did. It just didn't happen. Good. But I'm, I, I still like, a flexi you know, party. as somebody who purchased that, I, it's only right that I spend a few hours in it. Yeah. So we now know, thanks to this podcast, that Alison Hammond has got an inflatable hot tub. That is which, absolute dynamite. Which has broken. Because she's rung me and went, Babs. I need to get this fixed. It's broken. Is there a, a, a guarantee? And I sent her everything. I mean, the idea that you've become some sort of some sort of, some sort of hot, hot tub support line. Yeah. Okay, look, uh, brilliant. All right, okay. Let's it's got a great review. Yeah, let's hear some oh, reviews. Oh, it's great. Five stars. Great, cheaper alternative to a real spa. <laughs> great. Wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is. Keys for bubbles. Really amazing. Wasn't bubbles in Big Brother it. as well? Yeah, he was. Okay. I saw Farage the other day. Oh, of course, because you work in the same building as him. We I work in the same building <gasps> as him. And he, he gets in uh, bright and breezy uh, like three hours before he does his show and just sort of prowls the corridors. Oh, gross. Uh, and it's so... You know the bit in... Um, you know, you know Sam Rockwell's character in Frost Nixon, who hates Nixon, yes. and then when he sees him, sort of like slightly crumples and goes, "Mr. President." <laughs> I, I slightly did that with Farage. Like he he was walking down the corridor, and when you know, and also I'm in Global, uh, the, the the Global Building, at seven a.m. on a Sunday, so mm. it's a ghost town. Mm. None of the other stations are operating. Uh, I mean, they're all they're all operating. It's pre-recorded. A lot of pre-recorded. Yeah. Occasionally, there'll be, there's there's a guy over in Capital Extra who I, I wave to, um, but that's it. Don't know his name. Don't know his name. <laughs> I mean, he's always broadcasting. I'm Never, never, never had a chance to go in. I'm sure it's on a sign outside the door that I could read. But anyway, we always wave to each other and give a thumbs up. Um, but because I saw another human being on my way to the loo, it was Farage. He's not a human being. I know, I know. That's I, I just went uh, morning. Oh, you did it! And uh, anyway, obsequious fawning bastard. And he went hello. Uh. And uh, and then I went into the I went into the toilet. Uh, and I went into the cubicle and I could tell it was the cubicle he'd just used because the water was still <sighs> rippling from the flush and he had weed all over the floor. Fuck off. And you're like, come on, it's, it's Sunday of morning. Of course he did. It's the Nigel cleaners, Of course that's what he's doing. The cleaners won't be in till Monday. <gasps> he's treating that toilet like he's treating the country. Exactly. He's pissing, he's all, pissing over all over it. it. Oh, there's so there a gossip go. podcast for that kind of stuff. Oh I, I wanted God. to tell that story on air and they said, but I probably don't. That's but, astonishing. Um, so Nigel Farage, messy pisser. Messy pisser. Not a surprise at all. No of course way. he is. No, it's not, is it? Oh. Thank you very much for listening to the best of My Mate Bought a Toaster Series 1. I'll be back soon with a whole host of new guests. Stay right there. Hold the line caller. All the best. Kind regards. Lots of like. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.